January drags on for eight years, but February goes by like that, you know? Super quick. It's Super ridiculous, quick. right? Like I don't I don't yeah. understand. Um it's just insane. Uh but yeah, so we um we are halfway through the month already. So we have uh Drive to Survive obviously launching on the twenty third, I believe. Um I thought it was twenty sixth. Uh no, twenty third is uh season six of Drive to Survive. Uh, preseason testing Yay. is on the 21st, 22nd, and 23rd. Uh, and then, just as a and reminder... 24th. No, it's not on the 24th. They've got four days of testing. Is it four days of testing? I thought it was three. Yeah, it's four days. Is it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Hold four on, days. Man. How can you have three? It'll be two days for each driver. Have I? Because I've been sharing that calendar. Does that mean my calendar? No, no, you're right. It, no, no, I'm looking at testing schedule. 2024, yeah, 23rd, right. 21st, 22nd, 23rd. I am right. You made me question my sanity. Hmm. Oh, God, I thought my calendar was wrong as well. I checked that like three times. But preseason testing, as of right now, is in eight days, 11 hours, and 39 minutes. Ooh. So we are just over a week away from seeing cars on track again. Wow. Wow. <laughs> um but yeah, like that's the that's the gist of it. So uh and then obviously as a reminder, we do have the the first race of the season is on a Saturday. Reminder, it is on a Saturday, the second of March. Uh and so that means that um FP one and two will be on the Friday, the twenty ninth of uh Feb. And then uh, FE3 and Quali will be on the 1st of March, which is on the Friday. Do you know what we've not talked about that's old news? Mm, go on then. Uh, is the new sprint format. Yeah, should we, talk, should we talk new sprint format then? Yes. So the new sprint format is... Right, sprint qualifying, which mm. used to be on a Saturday, yeah. is now on a Friday. Yes, so it's and FP1 then, and then Sprint yep. Quali. Yep. Then Saturday morning slash noon slash depending on when the race is. But the first session of Saturday is the Sprint race, correct? Yes. Yep. And then they have qualifying after that. Yes. And then the Grand Prix on Sunday. And the Grand Prix on Sunday. Because it allows them to have two park fermates. Yes, which I think makes more sense because, it yeah, especially like it gives... It gives team a better chance. Like they, they need to set the car up into part Fermi on Friday, but they don't know whether or not the weather's going to suddenly change on the Sunday. Whereas on Saturday, they're much better prepared for it. And so, do, yeah. Do you also not think it's a little bit, um, what's the term? You know, like it just, you have the race, you have a sprint race, and mm. then you go into qualifying. It just seems weird. Yeah, like it does seem annoying. a little bit odd. I think, like, was it you that said before that the sprint race should set the qualifying or should set the grid for the race on the Sunday? Hire me, F1, because mm. this is the best fucking idea. You get rid of qualifying and you have a sprint race and a normal race every weekend, mm. right? So you do qualifying once, which is Bahrain. Yeah. That sets the grid for the sprint race on the Saturday. So you do your qualifying on Friday. Yeah. Um, you have okay. Let's let's do Bahrain. So, uh, actually, imagine Bahrain's on a Sunday. I can't be wrong. Sprint qualifying is on a Friday. Mm -hmm. Sprint race is on a Saturday, mm -hmm. and that sets the grid for the main race on a Sunday. 
and then you do your main race on Sunday, and that sets a grid for the next sprint race, right? And now what you get is teams incentivized to not only do well in the sprint race because it sets them up for the main race, but also to do well in the main race because it sets them up from the sprint race. Yeah, I think it should. I like that. However, I don't think that the actual race should dictate the next sprint race. I think it should be however that no, sprint I race think, ended. Because imagine, like, what's the race before Monaco? Um, I don't know. Is it Spain? Is it Spain? Uh, Spain or Imola, maybe? It's it, Oh, it'd be Imola, right? It'd be Imola. So imagine, right, Imola's reigning, right? Alex Albon smashes it. And he wins that race, right? So not only is he like on the sprint race first, it because it's Monaco, right? Because mm. it's Monaco, no one's going to overtake him. And he's also going to win the main race because he'll be on first there. That's what you get. Then you get the mix up of the grid. But that's Imagine only if like, there's a sprint race. No, every single week, race weekend is a sprint race. Oh, okay. Right. So you have, you have, and then you get rid of qualifying. So you only qualify okay. on the first race of the season. So basically, this is how it works. <laughs> Bahrain, Friday no, qualifying. I get, I get you now. I was just, I was just race, confused. Sunday sprint race. Saudi Arabia, free mm. practice sessions on your Friday. Saturday sprint race, Sunday main race. And it just sets it up. And I think, A, that's going to mix up the grid. And B, it's going to incentivize teams to do as well as they can in the races. Yeah. One thing we haven't actually discussed at all is the return of China. Oh, yeah. Chinese Grand Prix. I quite, like, I quite like China as a track. April 21st. I know. It's going to be interesting. I forgot it was a thing. Yeah, so Max Verstappen will win. Oh, yeah, Max <laughs> is going to win anyway. Um, but I, uh, I sort of kind of forgot. But it is a fun track. I don't like that it's Sector a fun 2 track. that much. But Sector 1 and Sector 3 are a lot of fun. Well, sector one, I like that when they go to turn one, just all mm. you know, torpedoing each it's, other. Yeah, torpedoing. <laughs> yes. And then yeah, that long straight at the back leading on to the main straight. Yeah, you get some good. It's very there. cool. Yeah, yeah. There's always action at the Chinese Grand Prix. Mm. So yeah, it's also where Hamilton lost his first world title. Uh, is it though? Mm, if that gravel trap though? wasn't there and the gravel trap was is removed the next year, mm. I mean, conspiracy. Um, yeah, but also there was a whole Spygate thing. Oh, there yeah, was no, no way. McLaren were not winning anything that season. No, <laughs> that, but yeah, but also that, yeah, I don't know. That with that uh, gearbox issue he had in Brazil. Well, they don't, yeah. And they left him out too long yeah. in China, which meant that he was on cold tires when he came in and then he ended up in the gravel trap. And yeah, yeah it's all a bit dodgy in there. Conspiracies. Yeah, there's, there's, that's the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> it is, yeah. But, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. Just a two couple of weeks. And uh, we go racing. We go racing, Mikey. We'll I, go I racing. will say to anyone listening out there, well done for making it through the winter break. Congratulations, mm. because it's been it's been tough. So well done, because yeah. And then Hamilton news broke, and everyone lost their shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think I think um, minus that Hamilton news, I think even the Gunther Steiner news, which died very quickly, um, 
Has That's a world we live in today. News made it very is so quick, right? Yeah. News yeah, is so true. quick. It's just like, what's the next one? What's the next mm. one? But um, I was telling a friend earlier, I said, look, do you know what? I'm just looking forward to cars just being on track and we can just talk about racing. Yeah. This, and I've said this to you and I've said this on a podcast millions of times that Formula One is a circus and occasionally they go racing. Yes, exactly. <laughs> the yeah. drama is off the track rather than on the track. Mm. Uh, but it would be nice just Bahrain, crafty lights out and away they go and it gives us something to talk about then. yeah i can't like you cannot imagine how excited i'm going to be turn one saturday march 2nd <laughs> watching these cars all fly into turn one so i'm gonna be so happy I'm gonna be in my element i cannot wait do you know what i was listening to um so i was trying to find f1 sound effects and stuff like that because as i mentioned to you before recording i was looking at maybe creating a little like you know like five second jingle type intro where like we maybe had like welcome to the 107 podcast or something like you know what i mean like something really like not shit but nice um something that you could listen to repeatedly and it wouldn't get really annoying um and so i sampled some music i downloaded some different sounds and stuff like that and then i had the bright idea to try and include the i want to say like 20 2009 broken diffuser exhaust noise in the intro and i was yeah. almost in tears at how beautiful that noise is it is perfect it's so nice hearing the downshift the like that oh <laughs> it's so good i love it so much like hearing those v10s v8s like it's it's music to my soul it's so good um, you never heard them in real life, did you? No, I never did. No, the I only did. the only experience I've had is: Do you remember when we were in Austria and yeah. they had a couple of the cars go round? That was my experience, and obviously at Silverstone last year as well, when they had a showing um, of all of the cars going round, and they had, um, oh god, I think it was one of the old Jordan cars, um, and the noise was incredible. It's just it, you've never heard anything like it if you've not like there's ever heard uh, it. it's insane. I'll, I'll send you the clip. I think it was at the Singapore Grand Prix a few years ago. Mm. I think 2010 or 2012. I'm not sure, but they had um, Pharrell Williams there, right? And they started the car up, and you just see his head explode. He throws his hats off and run away. He's just like, whoa, that's how fucking loud it was. They were monsters. Like, they were actual yeah. monsters. Now, you have um, to wear ear defenders. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I remember, like, obviously, because I was in the paddock and listening to these wheel, even the wheel guns alone, you need ear protection on. It was so loud. Um, absolutely ridiculous. Like, so, so loud um no wonder they all have proper like ear protection and stuff like that so also i have tinnitus so keep an eye on your hearing kids because it's not fun <laughs> at 26 having tinnitus um yeah no it, it's so so loud it's ridiculous um yeah i've also i bought shari some ear protection for her when when we go um to hungary but i don't think she'll need it but you nah. need it more for the f2 and the f3 cars than you did the f1 cars like there's something the about pass. do you I think I remember telling you in the forest in Belgium pissing down with rain and then all you hear is an F2 car flying through the forest behind you. Oh, 
didn't care about the rain at all anymore. All I wanted to see was that car come around the corner. It's ridiculous. Utterly, utterly ridiculous. I think also, if you ever doubt my love for the sport, watch me talk about how these cars just sound. It's incredible. So, so cool. It's like that... Um... Was it when Fernando was taking the R25 around Abu Dhabi? And they were doing the interview with Lewis Lewis Hamilton. And he's just like, that noise, man. Yeah, they need to bring it back. They have to somehow bring the noise back. Yeah, I think that would be epic. The biofuels, give them the engines and... I, so here's here's one thing which I would like to see. So obviously we've we've also heard from Max Verstappen um, that uh, they have looked at, for example, on Monza because of the way that the new engine regulations will work and simulations and stuff. That downshifting down that straight will actually be quicker than trying to upshift to the highest gear, which sounds ridiculous. So I actually think that the new engines that come in will actually force a lot of the teams and a lot of fans to say, we don't want this shit. Please bring back proper cars, proper engines with biofuel. Because also, I would like to point out as well uh, that the all of the cars collectively over the entire season, they use less fuel than one flight of one plane from London to New York once. Not even return, once. So the amount of fuel actually used by the cars is nothing. It's literally nothing. So, in that case, use biofuel. Use it. We, we don't want hybrid engines. We want to hear the noise. We want to hear the heart and soul of these cars. I cannot... I will talk until I'm blue in the face about this stuff. We want to hear the soul of these war machines essentially that's what they are you're putting 5g's going around the corner at 300 kph plus we want to hear that noise why wouldn't we the only uh, to play devil's advocate the only no 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 (laughs) to play devil's advocate one thing that i did like with the quieter cars was hearing the crowd noise yeah yeah there is that so over both, I'd pick the engine, but like when you, when like Lando took the lead at Silverstone, oh, and over yeah, all of those, but yeah. you could hear the crowd just cheering. And I was like, You've seen the video it. I sent you, and all you can hear is me shouting <laughs> so loudly. Yeah. Like, it's so, ridiculous. Like, it's that. Yeah, I do get it, but at the same time. That's a one advantage that's come out of having the quieter cars. But yeah, I, I do a, get it. For a show. For an experience for like the pinnacle of motorsport, mm. you've got it, that sound. Because it's like, have you seen that um, video of, is it Le Mans car, Le Mans cars or whatever, LMP2 where like they start cars. off an electric, LMP2, yeah. and they start electric and then the, the engine kicks in. And that, I think it's the Chevrolet. Evil. Oh, that thing sounds mean. <laughs> it's like a proper, it sounds like a transformer. That's what it sounds it's like. like. It's just going, so nice. So good. So, so good. I like that. It's just um, but one, one thing I, I would say is that I haven't, I haven't heard what these F2 cars sound like this year. So I don't know whether or not they will also have the same sort of like, sound problem where like the sound has been reduced. Um, but like these F2 cars backfire as well. You can see them spit flame. At the back of the engines well, and stuff as then, well. Let's see if there's any footage because obviously they're testing in Bahrain. At the yeah, they're I testing saw some in rain. And stuff. They're if... testing in rain in Bahrain, which is mad. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, like it, it, it looks so good. I saw a couple of um, a couple of photos of Ollie Behrman and um, oh god, who's the other F two driver? Victor Martins. Sorry, I think was the other uh, driver I saw photos of. But there must be some video somewhere, surely. Okay, so here we go. This is pit lane speeds. And it's camera audio. Yeah. It's very wet though, isn't it? Look at it. It's very, yeah. very wet. They sound pretty similar. I'll be honest, they sound pretty similar to, to last year, so hopefully we do get a bit of noise out of F2. Um yeah, but I think we should talk about it on on a on a different podcast as well. But F two this year could be pretty exciting. I think it will be because you're you're not that big of a fan of F two, really, are you? I've asked you to watch a couple of the races, and I think you've checked in on a few, but you're not like properly like looking forward no. to it, are you? Yeah, not that I don't doubt the drivers or the skill, or the mm. entertainment. It's just a it's just a timing issue. Um, yeah. But I will definitely take more of a interest into it. Please do, because I uh, like it genuinely. Uh, last year, some of the racing was better than F one. I, I quite like the look of the cars. I think that rear wing is very ducktail, and it's going to get some I like used to. But other than that, I think it's all right. I like it. I like it a lot. Mm. So um, we'll, we'll see. But so for yes, uh, we spoke to um, Ash Buckman, so kind of now more interested in Formula Two. Yeah, true. I don't yeah, know if he's. Is. I don't know if he's actually. Um, uh, if he's actually going to be working this year because he's just had a, a kid as well. I don't know if he's going to be like actually there during the season. I have no idea. I don't know, but we spoke to him, so I've got more of a investment. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> um, but so I was trying to find out like the the list of like drivers and stuff like that. Um, but so for me, there are a couple of ones to watch. Let's say. So for me, ones to watch are uh, Victor Martins. I think he's probably the favourite this year to to actually win. Um, uh, and then Oliver Behrman should be very interesting to watch as well. So will Dennis Hauger. Uh, and I think one to really watch is Kimi Antonelli. Like, that well, would be the one to... Well, he's isn't he? Supposedly, oh, I just don't know. You never really yeah, know, report, do you? Reports are saying he's plan A and Alonso's plan B. Mm. We'll find out in a few months' time. Shows you how highly they rate Ocon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, I, Should we I, end on that then? <laughs> no, no, no. I want to I wanna talk about that real quick because I put a reel out, right? And it was... Um, I was literally about to say, the wooden, you put that reel out yeah. and the comments we got on there. <laughs> so I said, essentially, or I alluded to Michael Sh- uh, Michael Schumacher. Um, I don't think he's got a better chance of getting the seat than Ocon does. Uh, but so I think that... Um, I think I said that Mick Schumacher... Uh, would have a better chance of getting in the Mercedes seat than Ocon. Uh, I think it's more likely that Mick ends up there compared to Ocon. 
in, no in my opinion. No However, opinion? so no many way. people were triggered, it's actually hilarious. And so I I now think that that's maybe a technique that we use to get reels to go better is we just say something like slightly wrong in terms of like predictions and stuff like that because apparently people get really annoyed when you say that this isn't going to happen. However, to give you the idea as to how uneducated some people are, uh, a couple of people said, what about Oscar Piastri for the 2025 seat at Mercedes? And I'm like, eh? <laughs> eh? He's just signed a new deal until like 2027 and you're saying that he's going to go all of a sudden go to Mercedes. So, well, stranger things have happened. Well, yeah, true. But I mean, come on. No, I don't think, yeah. Stop. Realistically, I, I think it'll be Alonso. I, yeah, I think that... If the Aston is not up to it and the Mercedes shows good potential, I think it'll be... Uh, I think, yeah. But then it, the only thing is, obviously, is that it's... It's it's new regulations on the eve of as well. So it's a bit of a That's what I'm saying. You can do a year. Yeah. And then they can bring Antonelli in if he's... Yeah, if he doesn't yeah so that's two, my thing. So I think that... And you could bring them in for the new regulations. Yeah, you could only realistically bring in... Um, maybe Alonso could do two years at most until you would have to bring in Kimi, essentially. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. It's it's all it's all going to kick off at some point. Um, because also, I mean, they're highly unlikely because of Audi, but there's the potential chance of... Um, Carlos Sainz going to Mercedes as well, which again I, I don't think is going to happen whatsoever. But it's an outside chance that yeah, it's going to be messy. The whole driver market is going to be messy. Somebody even suggested that the perfect driver pairing, uh, because then they could put in uh, Kimi Antonelli afterwards, was Nico Hulkenberg in the second Mercedes seat. That's what I said to you. I think he's being overlooked. You did say that, but somebody else also said that on our Instagram, and I was like, mm, I don't know. I think he, he's done well at Haas. Yeah, uh, I've not. We've not really seen him in a car that regularly fights for podiums. No, so true. Don't know what he'll be like because I know the whole thing's like he's started so many races. And yeah. he's not got podium, but he's not been in the car. But I, I think he he could be a good shout. Somebody, somebody did say to me that if you listen to his Beyond the Grid uh, episode as well, uh, somebody did say to me that he he lacks the drive, he lacks the motivation and the like commitment to be a top Formula 1 driver, and I found that quite interesting. Um, I mean, I'm not going to armchair psychology. No, me neither. Um, on a kind of cookie-cutter podcast. Not in a bad way, but it's obviously very PR-friendly. I mean, I don't think you'll be doing what he does in Formula 1 and performing at his level if he's not motivated. I don't think so, no. I think for, for me, I think that that probably doesn't paint the whole picture um however i would probably argue that you know racing isn't as important to him as it is for other drivers because obviously he has a family and stuff like that so i think that that definitely changes your perspective when you try to go 300 kph plus in a car um you know it might take the edge off of you maybe getting past that somebody if you know you've got kids going well, to so i think that psychologically will impact you other than that i don't think he has any less dedication than anyone else well, they asked him and Kevin that question, mm. and they both responded it's like, "As soon as we get in the car, there's nothing." It just—it's like a switch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there is there is that as well. Um, I think it's it's also very interesting. If coming full circle, you listen to Christian Horner 
talking about his experience in in single seaters as well. And he said that I can't remember who he said, but somebody came past him, um, like right on the limit in Portugal, I want to say. Um, and he just knew in that moment, I'm never going to be able to go that quick with that dedication, with that danger. I know I'm not ever going to make it to Formula One. And sometimes that happens for drivers. I'm not saying that that's what happened to Nico, but that there is something that, you know, I, I don't have that dedication to do that. Just an interesting little tidbit as well to come full circle. We shall see. <laughs> it's like, uh, shall, what's yes. his name? Martin Brundle saying, uh, was it when Christian Horner's like, shame you weren't, was it shame you weren't shame, quick enough yeah, racing? Yeah, Horner says, shame you were, you were too old to drive here. And then he yeah, clapped yeah, back with, a, yeah, shame you weren't fast enough. <laughs> shame you weren't quick enough to get into Formula One. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> um, I don't, do we have anything else to discuss this week? We will be back, obviously, at some point soon to discuss the rest of the Yeah, powers. I think we, um, uh, the next one we'll talk about the top three and their liveries. Yeah. Um, I'm sure we'll find out what's going to happen to Christian Horner by the end of the week. Yes. There's no way they're doing the car launch with him there or without him there and no explanation. Yeah. It's just going to cause too much drama that they don't want to deal with for the start of the season. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I'm sure some other bombshell news. <laughs> probably. Yeah. Uh, probably will happen. Um, so, but I, one thing I would say um, is that in terms of like upcoming weeks for us, uh, you'll have to wait until after pre-season testing for our season predictions, which last year went very well. Uh, it was just... <laughs> I knew that if I just said something slightly sarcastic, you'd be like, for fuck's sake. Uh, but we it have just our, won't let it go. We have our season, won't let it go. Season predictions one, will be happening. One time. Uh, and one we also, driver. We need, to, we need to do a Drive to Survive review as well. Uh, we will be featuring on a podcast that shall remain nameless for now, but we will be featuring... We're recording on Saturday, right? On Saturday, yeah. We're recording on Saturday with a with a different podcast as well, which should be a lot of fun. Um, so we will be, yeah, probably then, probably recording our own episode straight after that, because I imagine as it will be similar topics. Um, but we will, of course, share all of that on our socials. So if you haven't followed us, go ahead and do so. Yes, yeah. but yeah, we'll 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 be chatting all about that at some point soon. It's race month. That's it's all race I can say. Month. <laughs> kinda. Is it even race kinda. month? Kinda. Kinda. Is it? Is it even race? It's month? race weekend it, month. There you go. It, let's have a look. I mean, if we count a race weekend as race month it's race month if we count a natural race it's not no the racing uh, starts in march well i mean it might be race weekend for f2 <laughs> could be race weekend for f2 i, think I don't have that I, I don't know if you saw so um for those of you who don't know we share a google account to host all of the podcast stuff on but i don't know if you saw i added in the calendar for all of the sessions for f1 in our calendar did you see that that's why I've been getting double notifications. Well, there you go. Uh, so I've added. In... I was wondering for the whole of last year. <laughs> I was like, "Why am I getting double notifications?" Because I've only got it in my calendar, and now I've realised it's because I've got the one hundred and seven calendar. Yeah. Well, there we go. Um... And all the, all the racing um, 
uh, schedules in that as well. Yeah, well, there you go. Uh, and also the uh, 2024 calendar for um, uh, F2 should also be in there as well, um, which is... No, F2 starts on March, starts March as well. Ah, there's no, there's no race... No, there's qualifying is in a February. No, sprint uh, races on the Friday, which is the first of March. <laughs> oh shit! Yes, it is. God damn it! Because it's a leap year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Okay, so it's not race month then. Definitely not race month. No, no. It's, it's drive month. to survive month. Yeah, that should be interesting. That should be interesting. Do you know what will be interesting is um, whether or not uh, any of our feedback or frustrations will be taken on board. They won't be. Uh, well, they released a teaser. So. I haven't seen that. Do you want to watch that? Uh, I've seen it. So oh, I haven't if you seen want to it. watch it, you can watch it. I haven't seen it. It doesn't give away much. No, of course but, um, it won't. But also, I wonder what happens. I wonder if Max Verstappen is world champion. Well, they did show... I don't know if they'll del- dive into it, because it was uh, of uh, Lance, uh, Lance's uh, wrist... Oh, okay. Uh, so it'd be interesting to hear some like backstory on that, actually. Yeah. Hmm. And how quickly he got back up to like uh, racing speeds. So. Yeah. Do you know what? I think Lance Stroll is going to be the uh, he's going to be the breakout star. Oh God. <laughs> Lance Stroll, watch it. <sighs> okay. You heard it. You heard it here first. Okay. Come on, Lance. <laughs> <laughs> Like he had his, he had his injury. Mm. He had his like, you know, performance against Fernando. You mm. had was it Qatar, where he was just he just lost his shit, and they had a good strong end to the season. So, I think we're going to see a lot of Lance in this one. Diamonds are made under pressure. <laughs> True, uh, but um, so yeah, uh, welcome. Uh, uh, that's it for this week's episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I think I think we can wrap it up there, can't we? We can. Um, thank you very much for listening. If you haven't already, follow us wherever you follow us on your preferred podcast platform. We're on all the socials bar Snapchat because we're not teenagers. <laughs> and yeah, um, we shall see you sooner than you think. Oh, yes, yeah, sooner than you think. Thank you, everyone, for listening. <laughs>